Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back. Man, I'm feeling in much better spirits tonight because it's a little warmer than it was last Wednesday. Let me tell you, man. Mother Nature kind of dealt us a tough weekend for sure, but we got through it, and now we're looking at warm weather again, and I'm in a good mood, and we're hanging out another Wednesday night in the Musicians Cafe. We welcome you, and glad you joined us once again. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here with my co-host back from a sabbatical. He was hanging out last week doing some hard work. My man, Ryan Kobadaver, is with me. Ryan, how are you feeling, brother? I am doing great. It's awesome to be back, and I'm so happy that it's not as damn cold as it was. <laughs> no, man. It's something I about that cold it. weather. The older I get, I'm just like, man, the hell oh, with that. God, yeah. It's crazy, <laughs> yeah. crazy, crazy. Well, man, I'm excited because, you know, you and I just grin every week because we've got really talented people that show up in the cafe. And, folks, you're in for a treat tonight, man. We have got a band straight from Berkeley Springs, West Virginia. I had the treat of just hearing them warm up a little bit. They are fantastic. They are all grassed up, and they have the members Brian, Tim, and Josh, and tonight a member, Wayne. And Wayne's got other things going on, too, besides just all grassed up, but we'll talk about that. But, guys, how are you all feeling? You good? Oh, we're good. Yeah. Oh, great. Feeling good. Got smiles all the way around. <laughs> good. Glad to hear. Well, thank you guys for taking time to, to come in the cafe with us, and uh, we want to find out everything that's going on with all grassed up and find out what you got planned for 2024. And, so we're going to get to all that in a minute, but if you don't mind, I've got the menu first. I'm going to knock that out real quick and let everybody know what's going on around the area. And uh, I'm going to start over the hill again like we always do. Tally Ho Theater over in uh, Leesburg on the 25th. That's tomorrow night, isn't it? I believe it is. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, Living Color. Believe it wow. Right. Remember that? Really? Yeah, oh, Call yeah. the Personality. Remember that big hit? That's a great CD, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, those guys, uh, my gosh, what was it? It was um, Corey Glover and Vernon mm-hmm. Reed, I think it was. Yeah, the great, great band members. Uh, they're going to be there on Thursday night. They got the Alan Scott band opening up for them. Then on Friday night is the Chad Dukes Hootenanny. Hmm. And I don't know if anybody knows who Chad Dukes is, but he was a long time. You know who he is? He was the DJ from uh, WJFK years ago. I know he's had some sports programs. He's he's a long time DJ in the area and puts together these things. I think it'd probably be a lot of fun, some good music and probably a lot of laughs too. So that's on Friday night. And then on Saturday is Yacht Rock Night. And that's, uh, you know what Yacht Rock is, right? Mm -hmm. That's with Boathouse Row, and they're going to be there on Saturday night. So a lot of fun there. Hollywood Casino (laughs) on Friday night is going to be The Man in Black. And that is Sean Barker recreating, uh, of course, Johnny Cash. So those tickets have been sold out for a while, so that guy must be great. Um, It would be a good show. Bear Chase Brewery on Thursday night is Scott Kurt. And then on Friday night, a friend of the show... Uh, Michael Palmer is going to be there. Good to hear from Michael. Uh, and then on the 27th, Tommy and Kim. And then on the 28th Sunday, our friends Ryan Summer and Eric that were just here not too nice. long ago. Okay. Yeah, man. Good they for were them. Fa- they were fabulous, man. I enjoyed them a whole lot. Uh, so make sure you stop over on Sunday and say hi to Summer and Eric and buy them a round of beers and tell them you heard them on the, on the cafe. It'd be cool. Uh, Box Office Brewery on Friday night is Seven Bins Band. Do you guys know them at all? Do you know Seven Bins? No, I don't Seven think we band. do. Well, where are they from? I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure. You know, I, I just, I, I obviously, I, they must be from down the valley. Okay. Because of the seven bends of the of the Shenandoah River, so I'm sure that's where they got their name from. But okay. I thought yeah. maybe it's something y'all cross paths with. Um, and then on Sunday is, oh, I got that wrong. Saturday is Ryan Jewell. Uh, Ryan's a good friend of the show. Keeps in touch with me a good bit. He's going to be there by himself. On Saturday night. So Ryan's a great guy, man. And he likes bush light like I do. So <laughs> make sure you buy him one if you can get one there. I don't know if you can even get one at box office or not. But he'll drink whatever. Pr- I promise you that. <laughs> on Q Sports Bar, another big place over in Front Row that's blowing up. On Friday night, they have Misha Heron. She's been on the show with us. Haven't talked to Misha in a while. Hope she's doing well. 
And then on the 27th on Saturday is Spencer Hatcher. Uh, Spencer's blowing up too. I've been hearing a lot of good things about Spencer, so we've got to reach out to him, Ryan, and see if we can get him to, to join us. Piccadilly Public House on uh, Friday night is Sean Smith. And then on Saturday night is Daryl Marini. And I'm actually going to be there, which is I'm looking forward to hanging out with Daryl. Daryl's a good friend of the show. Uh, so we'll see him on Saturday night. Make sure you head down to Piccadilly. West Oaks Farm Market has mm. something this week. This is pretty cool. They haven't done anything for a while. But this weekend, they're uh, getting back in the action. And they've got six strings and bourbon. That's Adam Phelps. Mm. So a big shout-out to Adam. He's a good friend of the show, too. But he's going to be there on the 26th, which i got to get my dates right. That's Friday night, right? That's Friday. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, Backseat Event Center doesn't have anything this weekend listed. But they got, uh, February the 9th, they got Liliac. I think I have that pronounced right. Oh. I know them. You know Liliac, do you? Yeah. That's cool. They're going to be there. Young uh, Yeah. 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 Uh, and Nero's Fiddle is going to open up for them. The cool thing about Liliac I read today is they are all siblings. Oh, wow. They're all brothers and sisters. Okay. Everybody. There's five of them in the band, and they're all brothers and sisters. That's and they get cool. along? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine me doing something like that with, with my brother. We'd kill each other. Sorry, Larry, but we would. We would. You know we would. Um, and then a couple shout-outs to local folks that have been on the show with us. Black Draft. Distillery in Martinsburg. You guys been there? We play there, yes. Mm-hmm. I figured you guys we'll be there have been this there. summer. Yeah, well. that sounds like a cool place, right? Yes, oh, very nice. Yeah. Very good, Absolutely. good. Well, Melanie Pearl's going to be there. Melanie's a good friend of the show. She is a youth player and plays a little bit of everything keyboards and great singer, too. Boy, she was fabulous. So that's what we hear. Yeah, she's really good. So she's going to be there on Saturday night. Backroom Distillery in Middletown uh, is going to have Joe Bourgeois, and he's going to be there on Saturday night along with Vince Fireball. Now, I don't know Vince, but Vince, if you'd like to reach out to us, please do. But Joe's great. Yes, he Joe's is. Joe's great. Yeah, we had a good time hanging out with him. So a uh, good time at Backroom Distillery. And last but not least, on Roma's Old Town Saturday night, it's going to be Robbie Lyman. He's going to be hanging out playing by himself. He's going to be solo again, but it's going to be at Roma's Old Town on Saturday night here in Winchester. So... Uh, Polly Coconuts reached out to me. They don't have anything going on right now, but he and I got some things in this pressure cooker uh, about getting together, maybe doing some stuff about uh, you know, about Mission Roads music and that kind of thing. So we'll keep you posted. That's all I got, Ryan. Unless you're ready for that question, I'm always ready, even though I never know the answer. This, you know, I get recommendations all the time, and you guys are probably going to get this right. And if you do, you know, congratulations. Shiny I don't know nickel. that I would have. Yeah, you get a shiny nickel. Um, <laughs> But somebody emailed me not too long ago and said, hey, man, you know, you never give any questions about country music. And he's right. I don't. (laughs) Actually, it always done pop music or rock music. But the question this week is, what country music artist has had the most number one hits all time? And how many did he have? I even gave you a hint. It's a he. Ooh, wow. (laughs) I figured Conway Trudy. Well, he's way up there, but he's not number one. he's not. No, he's not. And I... You know, Tim, I'm going to get you to pull the mic a little oh, bit closer to you. That's right. Um, <laughs> okay, gotcha. I, I was surprised because I didn't realize he had as many as he had when mm-hmm. I was doing this research. He's actually number two. Willie. No, it's I, not Willie. I would no guess wow. Alan Jackson. That's a very good guess, too, but it's not the right one. But you guys ponder that. If you can't think of it right now, we'll yeah. come back to it at the end Merle of the show. And I'll give you, <laughs> Merle is number three. Wow. So you guys are honing in on the right ones there, that's for sure. But uh, hmm. but yeah, this is a this was a fun one, and like I said, I didn't know how hard to make it because I'm a country music fan, but I'm not as knowledgeable as I am in the pop and rock music. So I had to be careful what I did there. So anyway, folks, still so on that having, for a little bit, and we'll come back. What's that? <laughs> so having bluegrass is really strange. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I love me some bluegrass boys. I'm telling you, I love oh, me yeah. some bluegrass folks. We have all grassed up here with us, man, and they come out tonight. And hung, they've, they've already tuned up. 
And they were playing in my front room, and the house was rocking, and it was great, wasn't it, right? It was fantastic. It was I can't great, wait man. for you it get, again. It's a treat, folks. Tell me. I'm telling you for sure. But uh, but anyway, lots going on with all grassed up. I don't know who to start with, but Tim, be okay. Brian, oh, oh, yeah. Start with me. <laughs> so, Brian, tell me what it's like for all grassed up. What's going on with you guys? Well, uh, <clears throat> well actually, this coming... Saturday night, uh, the 27th, we'll be at the Winchester Moose from 7.30 to 10.30. Oh, nice. That's good. And uh, we're having uh, another uh, mandolin player, a friend of ours, is going to help us out since uh, uh, we are missing a mandolin player yeah, right now. Yeah, uh, from, Where is uh, Eric from? Berryville. Berryville. Yeah, he's from down in Berryville. He's really good. Very nice. talented. And um, that's our next show. Now, we don't have anything really until Feb- end of February, but then it's going to really start picking up. Right. Uh, we've uh, <laughs> really been working on bookings and uh, going to be busy. We were re- really busy this past uh, this past summer. So Yeah, I, I, I can imagine because there's lots of great places available now for you guys to play. There's a lot oh, of sure. great you know, distilleries. Breweries, wineries, bar yes. markets, wineries, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. so a lot of great venues for you guys. I got a sneaking suspicion, and you guys maybe could add it up and tell me. But I got a sneaking suspicion that I'm sitting at a table that's got a hell of a lot of years of experience playing this kind of music. Am yes. I right about that? That's pretty yeah. true. Yeah. Got any idea about how many combined or anything like that? Can you tell me? <laughs> I don't know. I can I can point at fifty three years on stage. You? Yeah. Just by yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Fifty-three. That's impressive. Yeah, I was three. I probably. Have, <laughs> I'm probably at. You were 48. singing when I was three. I was, yeah. 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 Wayne, how many? I probably have forty-eight. Yeah. We're over a hundred wow. already. Yeah. Oh, impressive. Yeah. I've been playing. I first band I played was was Hagerstown, and I was about thirteen. Wow. Yeah, so and you're what? You're twenty-three I, now. So yeah. you got ten years in, right? I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm sixty-six. Oh, nice. So, nice. Okay. So it's been a while. Yeah. But I started out, and I these guys brought me over from the dark side, as they say. Uh, <laughs> I played all metal and did and, you really and, and, and rock classic rock until I don't know what was it about fifteen years ago? Yeah, yeah. And uh, we threw him a ring. <laughs> that is very cool. Wow, so I don't know a, nothing about playing great, bluegrass. <laughs> that's a great story. I did not realize it. Right, cool. my dad played uh, vi- or fiddle. Yeah, when I was a kid. You know, so I was rounded. Yeah, I, I was like, "No, Dad, you went the other way." Like I did, I did the same right. thing. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And uh, wow. And then uh, one, the uh, original mandolin player called me. We went to school together. Okay. And uh, called me. I says, "We need a guitar player." I said, "Well, I don't know if I can help you or not because I don't know much about it." But right. I said, what does modern bluegrass sound like? Contemporary bluegrass. Right. And as soon as I started hearing you know, some of the, the newer stuff, I was like, oh, I'm in love. I, I, you know, this is great stuff. So that got me hooked. And, gotcha. And I've been at it ever since. Gotcha. Well, that's cool. And Josh sitting on the other end, you're, I, I hate to say it, sir, you're the youngest looking of the group. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is the youngest. Well, that's what I figured. Yeah, that's what I figured. But just how many years you got in doing this crazy stuff? Well, doing bluegrass, um, we've been together eight. But you've been with us about eight years, yes. So I've only been done bluegrass for eight years. Before that, I did uh, uh, blues rock and then played hard rock for a while. Did you really? Okay, so Um, you kind of did the gamut too then. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't really listen to bluegrass at all until. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's funny. There's no, no, no doubt about it. Bluegrass has really changed yeah, a lot, has it? Uh, there's so many uh, new musicians like Billy Strings and oh, and many others that are right. Really brought a lot to uh, changing the face of bluegrass <laughs> right. in the last right. Yeah, five years maybe I was listening to Smashing Pumpkins on bluegrass <laughs> <laughs> that's actually kind of cool <laughs> yeah chicken wire empire baby Just wow. wire. oh yeah nice nice <laughs> this <laughs> is certainly directed towards anybody but how did you guys get started it's all grassed all up Morgan County alright I moved there in 78 of course like I said I was playing with New Liberty here in, in Winchester for 20 years and that all finally fell apart and I got in with well you got with Ronnie and uh, Ronnie Moretz and uh, what was it New Moon yeah at the time yeah and then I came with the band in New Moon when uh, Phil Kraft he was a dobro player he had uh, left the band and I took over on guitar and um, and at one point that broke up, and the mandolin player and I, Doug uh, Patton, right. uh, decided we would uh, start our own thing. Gotcha. So that's yeah. how uh, All Grass Up started. Very nice. And that's been about 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. It's pretty rare to find a, a band that all the guys live in the same county. Hey, agreed. Yes, that is rare. <laughs> I mean, that is really yeah. rare. I'm a big fan of Morgan County, by the way. Oh, yeah. Love your state park. <laughs> love love hillbilly heaven. You, oh, yeah. <laughs> love the troubadour. I love all these places. Oh, yeah. County. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a great thing about the troubadour. The guy that ran it, yeah, Jim. a Jim. Yep, he played for Patsy. Absolutely did Patsy Klein. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. A lot of history up there. Oh, absolutely. A lot of history up there. Yeah, yeah that's for sure. He was a good guy. One of the questions that's been nagging me since uh, I, I saw that we were going to have you in is, and I don't know how to pose this question very well, but I'm going to. There's been a huge explosion of what. People are calling Appalachia music, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, low, low, low water bridge, uh, you know, on and on. You know what I'm talking about. Is there what is what is sort of the feeling difference between bluegrass and Appalachia? It has it has similar strains, but it's different, right? Yeah, yeah. Guys will tell you a lot of it has to do with that Scotch Irish stuff, which is the Appalachian music. Okay, that, that Scotch Irish kind of feel to gotcha. it. Gotcha. You you agree with that, Wayne? Yeah, I think so. And there's there's just a different feel to yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, the bluegrass the is, yeah. is maybe in general more up, up tempo. Yeah. And the solos are more divided. It's in general it's like a verse chorus solo break by an instrumentalist and right. where maybe Appalachia or old time it's more everybody's playing at the same time. Gotcha. Would uh, the the banjo style Oh, yeah. That's different too. Oh, the different. claw hammer in oh, yeah. a lot of the early yep. type of so uh, there's techniques different. Then. Techniques yes. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. It's gotcha. a different. It's, it's in, a, in a lot of ways it's apples and oranges, but it's still still in that same. Yeah, has there been a same, spillover of, of excitement? Oh, yeah. Like in other words, folks yeah. that are into Appalachia are digging bluegrass and vice versa. Oh, yeah. you see that? Oh, yeah. There used to be big walls put up between the yeah. two, say between old time and bluegrass. Yep. But I don't, mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah. to do that because it's. Good, yeah, good so musicians from both. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That's, yeah. that's one of the biggest changes that we've seen. Ryan and I talk about it all mm-hmm. the time on the show. Is 
the barriers that musicians normally used to put together put between themselves. I mean, they tear torn them down. Yeah. They're look, bands are looking out for other bands, and that used mm-hmm. to not happen. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It used to Absolutely. be, ah, oh, this is my band, yeah. and I don't want to know what's going on with your band because this is my, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And it's not like that anymore. So no. it's good. It's good. I'm glad to hear what you said. Yeah. This little bluegrass is a lot of crossover. Yeah. 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 Exactly. A lot of. Rolling Stone stuff. That's a good way to put it. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, kind of. Which our band kind of we set ourselves apart a little bit because we're not traditionals. Right. Um, we do a lot of contemporary bluegrass. Right. And we do a lot of uh, rock, classic cool. rock. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. bluegrass style. And so many places we played over the years, and people have come up to us and said, "Well, we didn't really want to." Listen to a bluegrass band. We didn't think we we would enjoy that, and then they stay all evening, and they come up and tell us, "Wow, we didn't realize that you know there was yeah. another type of yeah uh, style to bluegrass and, and all the music that you were doing is we really enjoyed." So that's cool. Yeah, I guess my my question for Brian and and Josh too, coming from <clears throat> I guess like starting out on the rock side of things mm-hmm. and now doing bluegrass, like, and there's no pressure, there's no right or wrong answer, but what, which do you guys prefer playing? Well, it depends on the day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Your mood that day, yeah. right? <laughs> I get paid a lot better in bluegrass, man. <laughs> that means a lot, doesn't it, Josh? Yes, sir. I don't know. For me, it wasn't, um, I mean, I really enjoyed playing, you know, the rock music, uh, it was a different lifestyle back then yeah. for me. I was single, and it was, we didn't start, you wouldn't start a gig until 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> it might be over 2 or 3 o'clock yes. in the morning. Especially if you're in West Virginia. And, um, yep. and then it was, you know, party until sun came up. And so it was a, a different experience that, I, I don't know, I guess for, for me anyway, I finally got burnt out on it, and then I had gotten married and, and had a had a child and and uh, kind of got away from that and then then I got the chance to to play bluegrass yeah. and, and then I thought it really kind of brings me back to my roots as my father was a fiddle player right. and played a lot of old time bluegrass gotcha and uh, I like to think that he's smiling down on me and saying yeah That's finally a- you <laughs> changed your ways Took you a while, right. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask because this is Ryan. I'll tell you, this is our standard question whenever we have guests. We want to find out how about how it started. And of course, you know, Ryan, you you kind of went into that a little bit. Um, you know, what age were you when your first instrument found its way in your hands, and what was it? And what you know, what were you doing with that? I guess the very first instrument was a guitar, acoustic guitar. My brother, my older brother, uh, had brought a. He was in the service, right? And brought this old um, well. I guess it was old uh, acoustic guitar home, and uh, and I started messing with it, and figured I soon figured out how to play a little bit of rock and roll on it, you know, like Johnny Be Good and some yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> thought I was. Uh, yeah, I'm gotcha. ready. I'm ready to go rock. <laughs> right, and he just went from there, like you. Know. Yes, and then they kind of just uh, my dad, you know, like see, he was still a musician and playing with some uh, and a few little bands and yeah. stuff at that so, time, and yeah. And then he brought home, uh, I don't know, probably 12 or 13 years old, he brought home an electric bass, and I was Ooh. like, oh, my, that is 
Yeah, <laughs> lots of noise. Yeah, <laughs> lots of noise. it's going to yeah. be you know an amplifier and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah that was uh, that was really the start of it. Gotcha. And, you know, I moved on to drums and then. My goodness, back, did you really? Yeah, for a while and then. Jack of all guitar. trades here. Look at this. Well, I don't know if I could play any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. <laughs> Been a long time. I'll bet you could. I guarantee you. Yeah. Now, we, did you teach yourself, Brian, like the? Play guitar well, over the years. There were so many musicians that my dad was associated with, some fantastic musicians right. in the area, in, right. in the Morgan County area. And uh, of course, they were having their jams almost every Saturday night. Well, that was a typical thing back when I was young. Right. Was somebody's house, we'd get together, families, and, and uh, there was a lot of musicians in my family. Right. Uh, you right. Know, other uh, family members. And, uh, so that was usually the Saturday night, you know, get together was, you know, bag of potato chips and <laughs> a six pack of Pepsi. So, yeah, that's how that all got that's started. Cool. That's very cool. Man, we got the gunslinger for hire next in line. I can't help it, Wayne. And you can say you're not a full time member of this band, and that's okay. But right now, you're a member of this band. So let's find out about you. What what happened with you? How'd you get started with all this? Uh, mess? I'm the oddball. I actually grew up with it. Did you? My father played guitar i grew up in northern virginia manassas okay and he played guitar in just local area bands moose lodges that kind of thing yeah Mm -hmm. so i got the bug i wanted a mandolin right and he's like well you think you can move your hands that fast i don't know um so i got the first uh, a a buddy i went to school with who's two grades ahead of me had an old k mandolin and i was i got to see that up close I, i really want a mandolin so Finally got one, and it was an old Harmony mandolin. Oh, man. With a bolt nice, on deck that nice. was electric, you know. <laughs> and it had a shim in the neck, and the strings were... <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Um, but I learned to play on that. Got it right before I turned 16. Yeah. So it was the old-fashioned way. I was a, too shy and introverted to ask anybody, and there were no teachers around anyway. So it was locked myself in the room with the record player. And just and figured it out. all by ear. And at the time, I had a turntable that went down to 16. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what a lot of people don't know is if you do that, if you go down to 16, it changes the key. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then you have, to trans- you have to figure out what the phrase is that you're trying to learn and transpose it back into the correct key <laughs> when you're playing it up to speed. So that's how I learned to play. Right. Right. Um, and it was mandolin for... 20, 25 years right. before I ever picked up a fiddle, probably. So nowadays it's mostly fiddle because people need fiddle players. <laughs> By the way, um, uh, I don't know if Wayne mentioned it or not, he plays with the band uh, Circa Blue. Yeah, we got to give and, them a shout out. Yeah, okay. yeah definitely yeah. do that. They're yeah. a great band. Yeah, I've been playing fiddle with them. They're up in Martinsburg. I was going to read the answer now. Are they in the panhandle somewhere? But you yeah. are then. Yeah. yeah, a couple of one guy's in Pennsylvania, one's in Burke. Northern Virginia. Okay, yeah. And the rest of us are out this way. Two in Winchester and one in Martinsburg. Wow. So busy for you. Yeah, just over the years. uh, Yeah. And it's funny how Tim was saying we met each other probably 40 years ago uh, (laughs) through different bands that were kind of in parallel. We didn't actually play in a band together. (laughs) Right. Or even other thing than than a party or something. Yeah. Maybe jam a little bit. So it all comes full circle. And now I like all kinds of stuff, Western swing and rock and roll. And, sure. And my wife played in a band years ago that was bluegrass instruments that played pretty much nothing but classic rock. Oh, wow. That's cool. And it was great. You know? <laughs> yeah, I've but, heard uh, folks do that, and that's an interesting yeah. way to do things. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. 
That's very, very cool. But still, yeah, I, I mean, I love the fiddle now. I don't get to play mandolin as much. Is that right? That's what I started. We're going to give him all the opportunity. There he you go. There you yeah. go. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> so as you were teaching yourself to do mandolin, and I guess the same way with the fiddle, did you have heroes, people you looked up to, Ricky Skaggs? I mean, yeah, who would have been? Oh, yeah. Um, Bill Monroe, back probably. When, well, there was some Monroe. I never tried to play like Monroe. I learned some of the basic box licks, but I realized that just wasn't me. Right. And when I was growing up, um, one of our favorite bands, and still is, was the Country Gentleman. Okay. So I followed all the Country Gentleman mandolin players throughout the years. So Duffy was probably one of my first influences, and then later on, much more so, Doyle Lawson. Yeah, and, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I love them all. Name, Sam yeah. Bush, they all got... You know, Very cool. you, you steal from all of them and, and do what you're able to do, and it comes out sounding like you. <laughs> right. But, uh, and we're going to come back to this, but to, one thing to me that always stood up about bluegrass music is the musicianship itself. I mean, the harmonies are good, songs are good, words are great, but the pickers, to me, are what makes the difference, yeah. and they yeah. stand out. And you watch the pace that some of these guys play at. You know, it's, it's pretty impressive, really, for sure. And you hear people say it so much, but it's really true. Is it will knock your socks off when you see somebody that can really play like yeah. live. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you hear it on a record, you think, oh, well, it's doctored up, or they're not really doing that, or it's pieced together. Then you see them do it live, and it's like, mm -hmm. whoa, <laughs> they <laughs> really can do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ryan, I'm hogging, buddy. I'm sorry, but I'm just no, going to keep it. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh, enjoying it. What's up with you, brother? How, did, how, how about you? What, how old were you when you started? What did you start with? Well, um, I think I was like, Seven or eight, my dad had a guitar I tried to play, and it didn't take at all. I didn't, I didn't like the, like, I was always drawn to deeper sounds. Right. And then finally, when I was 14, I just decided I'm going to buy a bass, and I went and bought one and taught myself to play. Did so, you really? Yeah. But I, I, I was drawn to low notes from the start. Okay. Okay. But I've played guitar since then, but. I'd much rather play bass. I understand. Than and there's something about an upright, right, mm -hmm. Josh? I mean, it's just... Well, the upright didn't come until I joined them. Oh, is that right? So you did regular bass. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But gotcha. it would look a little goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember you coming to me about when you were 14 or 15, and I gave you a couple lessons. Yeah, I think. I think. Um, pretty young then. Yeah, my memory's not great. Um, but <laughs> and, It gets and worse. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, well said, Tim. You're right. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a little different playing the upright, but it's it's fun too. There's things that don't translate as well as I thought they would. Is that like right? a song I'll play on one, and I'll try to pick up the other, like if it's its closest one to me, and it just sounds horrible. So yeah, yeah. I can treat yeah, them different you. now. Gotcha. Well, cool. Uh, Good. Yeah. Tim's a Scotch man. Yeah, we man. hit it off right off the bat, didn't we? <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Tell yeah. me about your story, brother. What's going on with you? How did it start? I was born and raised in Elkins, West Virginia. I knew where that is. Yeah. and uh, Cold my, up there. Oh, God. <laughs> is it? That's why I love the panhandle. Yeah, the I bet The mountains so. aren't yeah, as deep yeah. and the winters yeah. aren't as cold. <laughs> and, uh, but my best friend was a banjo player, still is, and has he's a DJ at WDNE in Elkins. Nice. Joe Gaynor, yeah. And uh, I learned, originally learned electric bass in a country band, because that's what you did. Yeah, Elkins, sure. Right? Yeah. And then went straight to uh, Joe played banjo, and finally I said, man, you got to get me started on this. So he started me, nice. and then he went off to the Army. And that was, uh, I was on my own. What year was that? Would have, would oh, have my been. God, that would have been 72. Wow. Yeah. 
something like that. Yeah. A long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, we were all alive then, so don't feel too bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I had the great good fortune of living down where he was. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. When bluegrass, D.C. was the bluegrass capital of the universe. Okay. I mean, you could go down and remember oh, that. Yeah, way? there were places everywhere. Oh, Is that right? I, uh, I didn't realize that. Okay. Could, on a Saturday night in July, you could go to D.C., down in Georgetown. You could walk in the cellar door and catch a seldom scene. Come out of there, walk up the street, go in another bar, uh, uh, Crazy Horse or any of those, and there'd be the Country Gentleman or Lawson or... Really? On, yeah. It was wow. absolutely amazing. Wow, yeah. I did not realize that. Because I went to the same places, but it wasn't... It wasn't that scene then. It was more rock when I went. Yeah. You know, like Bayou and places like that that were down there. Well, the Bayou was always a rock. Yeah, it was. But even in the cellar, you know, the cellar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt, yeah. but I'm, I'm, it's neat to know. I didn't know that. That's oh, cool. yeah. It was, it was like uh, AMU in D.C. That, 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 Is that right? 88.5. Yeah. Bluegrass literally 24 hours wow. a day. Wow. Okay. It was okay. Amazing. So, yeah. That was a so, great time. So you had places to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to hang out. You like got to play came, with a lot of uh, I got to pick with famous lot of players and learned a lot from them. You Did know, you? I was picking their mind. He was doing the same thing, <laughs> picking yeah. brains every chance we got, and uh, gotcha. yeah, so go hang out with them, pick with them. Gotcha. Yeah, the Dillards. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody Southern recognizes C. that name. Yeah. All those good country gentlemen. I used yeah. To pick with those guys off and on. Just sit around and have a beer. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's the cool thing about that. It's very, oh, yeah, yeah. The it's a very laid back atmosphere that oh, yeah. you can enjoy things like that. Yeah, Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, and those guys are good about sharing back then. Right, mm-hmm. right. Big Many difference. still are. It's just they still are. It's they're down to earth people. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. I got a lot you. of folks you can't approach. I got you. They yep. still know how to drive a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I assume that you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, do covers, but also write originals, if I'm not mistaken? We have, we have a few originals. Okay. We haven't really performed them lately. Not lately. Uh, Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I've always wanted to, you know, and I'm not a I'm not a songwriter myself. Tim is. I've got and, a few in, uh, few in the works. What? But uh, that was going to be my next question, like on the originals, because I'm always and I know I ask the same question every week, but it's very interesting to me, like how you guys come up with your material. Like, does it kind of come to you overnight? <laughs> is it something that just marinades over well, time? Or fortunately, <clears throat> we have always been. Um, kind of on the same page, so to speak, 
about the kind of music that we liked. I mean, Tim's a little bit more traditional. I like more contemporary. Mm -hmm. But we still find common ground. I still like a lot of traditional myself and uh, and Josh as well. Um, we'll just sometimes we'll pick songs and we'll go at it for a while and then we'll just realize this is not working. This is not going to work for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll just have to drop it and try something else. But uh, it's been usually pretty easy to find some. Somebody will say, well, how, how about let's try this song? You know, this is from whoever. And, uh, and it normally, it, it sticks. And, um, and like I say, sometimes they don't. I wanted to do some Who back a while ago, but they didn't work. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess it's not going to work. I <laughs> won't get fooled again or something. Right? Yes. Yes. Sometimes it takes three months or four months sure. to get that song out where oh, yeah. we feel yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. even a little bit comfortable with it. Right, right, right. Yeah. How, how many songs do you have in your uh, stable, Tim? Oh, God. <laughs> and Tim's stable? Personally? Well, probably. Well, or as, as a group, too. Yeah, it's open. Oh, we can do three or four sets. Okay. Oh, um, 60, 70, 80. No, I mean, like songs that you've written, like originals. Oh, oh. originals. I'm, I'm probably 30. Okay. Maybe more. Have you all ever thought about putting out, like, an album? We think about it all the time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We've been to, we have uh, T-shirts for sale. <laughs> We're a little low on them right nice. now. But yeah. <laughs> we had kind of used that as a, trying to, to fund a, some, some, some time in a studio. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. so far, that hadn't happened yet. But. Okay. Yeah. We'll we have lots of people that have studios that listen to this. Oh, good deal. Oh, so we'll nice. see if we can help you with that a little bit. <laughs> well, that great. Right. Awesome. Yeah. 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 We, we've had quite a few folks in here that run studios. So we'll right. see what we can do. Yeah. yeah. So the question comes to my mind. You guys were all influenced by people when you were young. Sure. Oh, yeah. People taught you. Does that happen for you now? Are you tutoring anybody? Do you find young people come up and go, "Hey, can you show me some stuff?" Does that happen? Oh yeah. And you're and you're, you're helping. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I would think you would say, "Yeah, I'll help you." Right. I took his nephew on when he was 11 years old. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, his grandfather came to me and said, "My my grandson's crazy about playing banjo. Can you start him?" And I said, "How old is he?" He says, "11." I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Okay." After deer season, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I love it. He, he brought him up. Let's keep priorities. Here. Kid, kid came course. out with his beginner $80 banjo, got it out in a cardboard case, and walked up to me, stuck, a, stuck his hand out, shook my hand, and looked me in the eye and said, it's nice to meet you, sir. Nice. And I thought, okay, I have this. I think I'll take this kid on. Yeah, I mean, simple stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. And, and I've taught that kid for 11 years, and he is now in the Air Force and doing quite well in a very good banjo. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That's great. That's, great. Banjo That's yeah, got to make you feel good, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I gave him a banjo when he graduated. Oh, that's <laughs> nice awesome. A nice one, too. <laughs> nice touch. Wow, that's cool. We've had, we've had this conversation with other musicians, and it normally comes back to, uh, either folks are doing like you are, Tim, and certainly you know anybody that's interested, they'll at least entertain the idea. Yeah. But a lot of people, folks, say, you know what? I can play and I can do my thing, but for me to be able to show you what I do, it's tough. I, I can't do that, yeah. and, and it's usually kind of two different camps. Do you all it, feel the same right. way? Yeah, yeah. All the players yeah. are really good players, but they can't teach. Yeah. Yes. What yeah. they do. Right. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I've started them off before and said things like, 
get them on the rolls, teach them a few basics, yeah. and say, all right, go home and practice this and work on it. And when you get it right, call me. Gotcha. But not until then. Right. And sometimes I never hear another thing. <laughs> yeah, That's that cool. happened to me, too. I used to try to teach. I had people come to me, kids come to me, and, and they just wanted to, they wanted to know how to do it instantly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean I'm going to have to work at this? <laughs> yeah, a long time. Yeah. That kind of goes in life for young people right now. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. They, they, do, they want to be able to do it <laughs> right. like that. It's yeah. worse. Uh, and I, I never charged for, for teaching. Is that, that's nice of you not to do. Uh, you know, that's, not to you got to pay it forward. Yeah, 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 you're right. That's how it works. For sure, for sure. So, Josh, as a as a bass player, who were some of your influences growing up, or even to this day? I don't I don't really have any right now, um, but uh, like I was a big fan of Les Claypool. Yeah, and Primus. Primus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really translate to what I'm playing. Now. <laughs> Electric wise, some of it carried over. I like I don't slap and pop very much, but everything else that he did, like the structure of songs, when I try to make something up on electric, I would always do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't think any of it translates at all to bluegrass, that, <laughs> at least that I've noticed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, he was, he was always great. Yeah. Um, and I like the bass player for tool, uh, Justin Chancellor, I think it is. He always, I just, I'm, I'm amazed at the sounds he gets. Yeah. But again, and none of it, not a bit of it is translated to this. <laughs> right, right, right. Except one thing, Josh. Let me ask you this. So certain guitars, and I'm not a bass player, but I've been around it long enough I know. Like personally, when it comes to basses, I like a bass that quote-unquote growls. Mm-hmm. I like a Rickenbacker. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has that sort of... Is do you find the same thing in uprights? Do you have is there certain brands that give you a different tone? I've only ever messed with two. I had um well, I guess I tried some out before I bought it, but I rented a K bass um, okay. early on and it had a huge neck on it. And I thought or no, sorry, backwards. It had a really thin neck on it. It reminded me of electric. And I thought, well, this would be good. And my hand just cramped up every time I tried to play it. Really? Okay. And then uh there was a guy, um, I think it's Stores called Bob's House of Bases. I went there and tried some out, and he had this one, and the neck is huge on it, but it just it didn't cramp you up. It just gotcha. it worked out. So very cool. Yes, nice. and I guess that goes for all instruments in bluegrass. They all have different yeah. tones sure. and feels, and it's all in what you're into. Absolutely, I guess, right? yeah. I got a the banjo I'm playing right now had a neck like a pick handle. <laughs> Honestly, <it> was, <laughs> when I got it, I was like, I can't play this thing, but I, it was it was too good a deal. Sure. So we took a, a flap disc and a and a and an angle grinder and cut her down one. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Modified. Yeah, it took a few beers and an angle grinder. And That'd be a thing, good idea. And the next thing you know, I'm sanding, finished sanding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's true That's story. Hilarious. Oh, yeah. That is hilarious. Tell <laughs> about those old banjos you got. Oh yeah, I've got a bunch of old Waymans. W Y M A N N. They were made in Philadelphia company went out of business in the mid-30s, something like that. Wow, okay. And the banjos are very rare. You don't see a lot of them, and they have a monster tone to them, monstrously good stuff. And I've got three of them. Okay. And I got them from Andy Borman, one of the great bluegrassers, old mm-hmm. friend of ours. I met Andy, yeah. yeah. Instrument builder. Uh, yeah, from up in uh, Marlowe. Yeah, north of Mar- yeah. North of yeah. Fall of Waters That's area. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I got them from Andy. And, uh, oh, they're just killers 
Mm-hmm. And I got a couple, couple old Gibsons. That's cool. That is really cool. Oh, I love, I love old them. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, them. who was the uh, the artist from the Grateful Dead? Wasn't it? Oh yeah, Garcia. Garcia. Gar- yeah, oh, Jerry yeah, Garcia. He played Jerry. a Wayman banjo. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. If you oh, listen okay. to the old bluegrass stuff, most of the time he was playing a Wayman. Oh, gotcha. People don't know that. Wow, that's very cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's good stuff. No doubt. Nice. I don't know about you. I think I'm about ready to hear some. <laughs> You're always ready to hear music. <laughs> Those warm-ups beforehand kind of got me started. So Yeah, man. Well, I don't know. That sounds good to me, too. If you guys don't mind, can you strap up? We'll kill sure. a little bit while you guys get ready to go. And, uh, sure. Folks, they're going to put on their instruments. And let me tell you, these are uh, these are some fine pickers and players here. We're going to talk more about that, too. When They're good-hearted folks, folks. So this is not All easy right. for them to do. All right, everybody. I'm going to turn it over. Stomp your feet. Clap Here's, your hands. Here they are for your listening pleasure here we go all grassed up you ready bud you're something yep let her go boys
up, man. I got so wild with that. I broke my chair. It was awesome. I'm telling you. <laughs> right? What do you think, brother? I think it's fantastic. That was a lot of Thank fun, you, man. Yeah, it was such oh, a down. Oh, my gosh, man. That was so cool. Guys, you, you sound great. And yet another thing I noticed, Ryan, is bluegrass is a visually stimulating yeah, if you like watching musicians do their thing, this is a great thing to be watching. Oh, yeah. Right? You agree? Absolutely. Right. I'm going to get out of the way and let them do another one if you want to introduce the song you can. But, folks, just jump in where you can and hang on. Here we go. All right. This is an old classic bluegrass here. We decided to do this just because it'll get people's attention. There you go. Everybody That's knows this one, right? Here we go. Sing along, we're an A. <laughs> She walks through the corn leading down to the river. Her hair shone like gold in a hot morning sun. She took all the love that a poor boy could give her and left me to die like a fox on the run. Like a fox, like a fox on the run. Now everybody knows the reason for the fall. A wet woman kept it. Down in paradise's hall. This woman tempted me, and she took me for a ride. And like the lonely fox, I need a place to hide. She walks through the corn, leading down to the river. Her hair shone like gold in a hot morning sun. She took all the love that a poor boy could give her, and left me to die like a fox on the run. pick up on that there is three part harmonies on that and it sounds great right oh my god yes <laughs> holy hell that was great thank you guys that was Amazing. great fabulous man wow wow man that is uh that just makes you it, it, how can you not have a good time and listen to that music right exactly yeah? you agree uh, you wouldn't be doing it if you right yeah that's why i keep doing it yeah <laughs> awesome oh my gosh you cannot be in a bad mood and listen to that music <laughs> You can't. It's impossible. I was mad about my chair breaking, but I'm not mad anymore. You know, it, it's got, I'm just saying it, you know, really. I got to lose some LBs, brother. I'm telling you. Because my chair just took a squat on me. I got to fix it up. But anyway. It takes man, all the pain away. Fabulous, man. Fabulous. So cool. Thank you guys for sharing that. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. You. Oh, yeah. We really, really appreciate that. That was very, very cool. Yeah, that was exciting, that little 
sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Al? That was exciting that your chair. Yeah. No, no. I was like, what in the heck? I mean, I, I got ready to scoot back, and I was going to, you know, like, get in a better position to listen, and then my chair goes, nope. I thought the music was moving. Was getting into it. It was moving. I mean, oh, yeah. These guys didn't miss a beat either. They did yes. not. They did not, man. Holy smokes. That's professionalism wow. right there. I'm telling you. Wow. That is that is really, really impressive, man. You guys have a great sound. Um, it's obvious, you know, just watching you that you guys are very, very comfortable together. Oh, and yeah. That, that just comes through work. I understand. You've been doing this a while. I'll yeah. get it. Oh, yeah. but, but at the same time, it's, it's really impressive. Yeah. Great man. harmonies, too. For sure. So effortless. Oh, I love the harmonies. Yeah. That makes a difference. Yes, it does. That definitely That's not easy to do. Difference. No, no, for sure. So, what is what's coming? I know you got dates coming up that you want to know about, but what are some of the things that you want uh, to happen for this band? Do you want to record? You want to do things like that? Do you, are there certain places you want to go play that you haven't played yet? What's on the horizon? Well, uh, success, I guess, is uh, measured differently by. Sure. You yeah. Know, different bands and sure. what what they want to want to do. Our success, in my opinion, has always been to uh, to get out there and play and entertain. Sure. Whether we made an album or if we you know played it you know the anywhere outside the you know the three state area was not really a, you know something we were shooting for. Right. Uh, just wanted to play good music, have a have a good a tight band, and uh, and get out there and entertain people. Yeah, I can't you know? imagine that people aren't entertained by what we just mm. saw. That was great. <laughs> Holy smokes! We are yeah. expanding the a bit. Thing, but... The fun thing about it is, we play on the weekends. We go home. We're, yeah. Go to our home. Go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No hotels or traveling. And, yeah. That, that, yeah. and I've done that, and it's I never I never enjoyed it when I did. Really. Yeah. Well, you traveled to uh, some Europe with yeah, the um... did the Riviera. Wow! Did oh you really? yeah, uh, God, I needed a new liver after that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a, a different me. That was with you. <laughs> somehow I don't think so. It's probably about the same. Well, I just said that. I, no, I'm gonna throw it out. To, I'm gonna throw it out to the table, Jim. All of you. Who, who's some of the famous people that you cross paths with? I know you play with some. Just throw a name out. Somebody you play with? Oh, the Dillards. Really. Everybody knows this for the Andy Griffith Show. The Andy Griffith Show. Just, just in case everybody's family. wondering yeah, who they yeah. are. Yeah, okay, guys. Uh, Doug Dillard. Was a, yeah, yeah. A good banjo picker, really. Very and, cool. Uh, I think um, their bass player was, was probably one of the greatest front men that <laughs> really? a greatest band oh, yeah. would ever have. Yeah. And uh, remember him? Mitch. Mitch, Mitch Jane. Mitch, oh, Mitch oh, Jane, yeah. man. Great storyteller. Oh, man. That's cool. They could they could do a set and only do seven songs because yeah. Mitch would just start talking. And he wow, was, he was that good. But he was engaging. People oh, loved it. You'd yeah, be falling on the floor laughing. Nice, he was that good. Nice, nice. Yeah. It's Any others? Anybody else? Got well, any? you meet people sometimes outside of bluegrass when you're doing a, yeah. a festival, if you want to call it that. I got to do one with another band some years ago. Out is one of the few trips we took. We went to Oklahoma. Okay and played at the International Bluegrass Festival they have in Guthrie that Byron Berline used to kind of head up. Okay. Um, and the headliner of that festival when we were there was Larry Gatlin. Okay, yeah, well, there you go. So we got to meet him and hang out with him a little bit, and my wife got to sing with him a little bit. That's on, cool. On a Saturday night jam. So they always seemed so nice. He was were they? personable. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Was, well, the brothers weren't there, I think. Just, 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 just Larry. Larry with, I got you. With the band. Yeah. But, yeah, he was down to earth and nice and 
it's always refreshing when they turn out that way. I've like, found most somebody. Of these, most of these bluegrass pickers are just the greatest people. Though. Isn't that nice? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hang really on. nice. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So where can our great listeners find you guys or contact yeah. you or get in touch for future uh, gigs? Call I, him. I do most or, of the booking. <laughs> um, or but, recording uh, sessions. <laughs> the uh, Facebook is, uh, you know, a good place to, okay. get, to message me there. And... Um, that's uh, you know probably, but the only outlet I guess we have is is through Facebook and yeah. Then, and then, don't yeah. want to put your phone number out there for everybody. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. I'll, I'll well, start calling you at three in the morning. <laughs> Reach out to the show. We'll certainly get over. Yeah, we'll get over yeah, yeah. You kind of the main point of contact, I assume. Yes, Brian? I've been doing okay. the booking. Uh, I I deal with all the equipment. Uh, and and all the logistics. Gotcha. And uh, I just ask everybody to learn your part, <laughs> <laughs> learn the song, show up for practice. There you go. And make the gig. Slave driver. And then I. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why you haven't joined. I can't time. work. <laughs> I can't work in these kind of conditions. Yeah. <laughs> and then I might pay you. There you go. There you go. Only after it's all over. I right. agree. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys have YouTube videos too. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. seen those. Some, they're they're some older stuff. Some but, older stuff. Yeah, yeah. we, we need to get some new out, stuff. Up yeah, there. we do. It's hard to find a, a cameraman or woman. Yeah. To, to yeah, you got contacts. <laughs> I can certainly work on that. I got to find that mandolin player first. Though, yes, okay. you do. Yeah, we That's well, we're giving you a pretty big list. We're gonna, we're, I'm gonna work in a recording on studio. <laughs> we can't forget about that. Yeah, I'm in the recording studio too. Yeah, we got to. Let me write this down. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, good man. You guys seem like everything is in in in, in order. What do we miss? Did, did you have a question, Brian? No, say, I didn't. I'm did, good. I was say, I'm good. What do we miss? I, I wanted to uh, mention this is really odd person that we got to uh, open for. Okay, not, uh, not this band. Uh, back when I was, oh, I was probably early twenties, and I the guy that was in had the band. It was a like a classic rock band. And his father was uh, high up in the uh, military. Okay. And we played at, um, what's the big base down, military base uh, in Maryland there? In oh, is it Fort Hood? Uh, <laughs> Andrews? No, no, I can't think of it. I know, the one above Frederick D- there? Dietrich. Dietrich. No, there's a still Make something one. up. Anyway, I, I, I can't remember <laughs> now. I should know that. I'm kind of winging <laughs> this. I should know that. It's classified, yeah. Uh, it was a uh, Air Force... <laughs> I guess it was the Air Force, um, but anyway, right? We we uh, played down there quite often. It was a big uh, officers' club. Okay, and I was really young, and I was really impressed because this place was huge. Right, and you walk in on the ballroom floor, and then you look up, and it was three um, balconies. Nice above you. Nice with rooms. Yeah, this place was super fancy, right on the river. Um. And we played, uh, we opened for Count Basie's orchestra. That is cool. And that was like really <laughs> a strange uh, a mix up or yeah, match up for, for us, but uh, it was really fun. Yeah, anytime you can sort of meet. Yeah, that was, know, they that were. Have made their oh, mark yeah. like he has. My goodness. Yeah, that yeah. was. Uh, yeah. Wow, that was pretty cool. At least you're not stepping on each other's feet. No, we weren't, <laughs> we weren't playing any each other's material or anything. <laughs> each and every week, I forget to do this um, because you know they're very, very important in most cases. But do you, how about your families? I mean, do you, 
they have to share you with this, right? <laughs> and wives or right. girlfriends or whatever you may. Give them a shout out if you want to. It's up to you. But we never remember to say, hey, <laughs> hey wives, thank you, or hey, girlfriends, or whatever it may be. You know, My you. wife is, we've been together since 78. There you go. And uh, she comes to hear me once or twice a year. <laughs> and I'll say, well, you coming? No, nah, I've heard you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my wife, too. She says, I've heard enough of you guys. <laughs> my wife's a player, and she does. This. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you, see, you, get, you know what's coming. She's, yeah, she's a bass player. Yeah. His yeah, wife's a bass player, and yeah, she's excellent. Yeah. 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 So we've been together 33 years. Well, give her a shout-out. Yeah, so. Give her a shout-out. What's her name? Terry. Terry. Terry right. Chisholm. So. There you go. Nice. She's a sweetheart, too. She's a, yeah. a great guy. Give a shout-out to my right. wife, Kathy. And there you go. My grandson who lives with me, Aiden. Hey, Aiden. Good deal. My daughter, Audrey. Yeah, they're all fans. Good, good, <laughs> and my good. wife, Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's, I like that. That's a cool name. Yeah. That's my, fa- my family's come to a lot of our oh, shows. Oh, yes. There we go. They're give very supportive. Yes. I'm not going to give any names. I might forget. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get in trouble with anybody. You better, you better <laughs> mention Marcy. Well, you did. You, you <laughs> there you go. Wife there you Marcy. Go. Yeah, she Marcy. comes a good bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they've yeah. been good. Well, the support systems are huge. They really are. And oh, yeah. It's not easy bet. for them because you're going. <clears> well, my wife put up with a lot when we were. Yeah. Yeah. My, you know, my wife, back in the rock and roll days. When, when I met Lynn, she she understood right out of the box that I was a, I was a picker, right, and I was going to be playing, right, and that's just how this works, right. And she has towed that Since mark seventy eight. Oh God, yeah. you can't. You, you, how do you? Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. remember. You know, and uh, you know, because I've known you since before you guys got married. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When you were with. Uh, what was it, the band? New Liberty. New, yeah, New, New Liberty. Liberty. Okay, yeah. We used to play at the uh, Old Country yeah. Roads Bar. Country yeah. Uh, there on right now. Yeah. Wow. Great experience. Yeah. You guys trying to gig every weekend? Do you have a limit? How's that working? <laughs> we we I, I don't turn we down should. much. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes these limit. guys get after me and say, hey, you know, God, how many we've been we playing three year? days in a row here. So. What did we do last year, 70 gigs? Uh, sixty-five. I think it was sixty-five shows. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's Man. that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, for a part-time band, sure yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's every weekend at least. Mm-hmm. And Pretty much. You yeah. sprinkled that's in here and there that weren't, you know, extra. Yeah. So wow. Wednesday nights too. And yeah. we're at this point in time, we have more gigs than we had last year at this point in time. So, oh, nice. uh, no, <laughs> yes, <laughs> sorry to tell you, Tim. More Scotch, Tim, and you're gonna have to get a lot more scotch. <laughs> <A> new liver, <laughs> new liver tea. I'm not gonna make it. Done. Well, man, you guys are fabulous. And if there's anything we missed, make sure you let us know now. But make sure everybody that you reach out to all grass stuff for all you know. If you have a summer event, a festival, whatever, make sure Absolutely. you get in touch with these guys because they can entertain the crap out of your crowd. Oh yeah, and uh, have a good time doing. They're local, so we want to make sure we support them. But but thank you guys, man. Thank, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you for having very us. Much. So much. Yeah, really. Fantastic. That. Yeah, yeah. Fun stuff. So a couple of things for to wrap up before we get out of here. I want to make sure we give a shout out to my producer, Chris Gray. Chris, man, couldn't do without you, brother. Man, you always make us sound great. So I appreciate your hard work. Um, also want to give a shout out a couple of things. I I read a book, everybody. Imagine that. Can you imagine that? I actually sat down and read a book. Put that education to work, man, at 12 years of high school, you know, wherever <laughs> it was I was in. Uh, but no, go out and check out, and you'll like this, Josh. But I just finished up Getty Lee's biography, oh, okay. My F in Life. And if you get a chance to read that, folks, do it. Because you don't even have to be a bass player or even a Rush fan to enjoy the book. 
Uh, but I just wanted to share that, Ryan. It was a good, yeah. it was a good book, and I, I enjoyed bet. it. And it, it talks a lot about um, his life, but also, you know, for Rush fans out there, when Neil passed away in twenty, there was a big, you know, they they stopped playing in fifteen, and he didn't pass away until twenty. Those five years there were sort of a, you know, nobody knew what was going on, and he fills that blank in. And it was really important if you're a Rush fan to hear that. So make sure you read that book, uh, and then also check out the new Dirty Honey. Can't find the breaks. Uh, that's a great album that's out, and I've been listening to it. Make sure you check that out. I want you to listen to it too, Ryan. Yes, sir. Awesome. That's great. Dirty honey. Yeah, man. That's and a great name. Last too. but not least, that, <laughs> that that question that we had at the beginning of the show: What country music artist has the most hits of all time, and how many were there? You have a guess. How many? Uh, you can do the either one or you know. Twenty-five and George Jones. No, it wasn't George Jones. George Strait. You would win the shiny nickel for the name. Right. It is George Strait. Uh, all right. You got any idea how many he had? No, I have no idea. That's why we have him in the band. <laughs> this that for trivia all the equipment. <laughs> this to me is an incredible number. He has 44 wow. number one wow. hits. Wow. Now, Conway Twitty had 40. So not a slouch. Now check this out. The next number, 87 top 10. Wow. I mean, that's an incredible amount it of is. <laughs> George Strait, man. You know that's that's an incredible mm. amount of, of hits and great songs, and he's been doing it a long time. And wow. I know there's a lot of big George Strait fans out there, so man, there's no reason why you shouldn't be because he's fabulous. But anyway, there you go. Interesting note on George Strait. Yeah, he has a if he's if he's still there up to when George retired, a guy named Gene Elders playing fiddle with him. Oh, okay. Who used to live down in the uh, Farron, Virginia area and played on a lot of early bluegrass recordings before nice. he went with George Strait. He was on an album we did. He was on Larry Sparks. Oh, cool. Okay. All, all kinds of stuff. Great <laughs> fiddle player. Connections. I love it. Connections. <laughs> well, once again, a big thank you to All Grassed Up. Ryan Copenhaver, brother, couldn't do without you. Thank you. Glad you're back. I am glad, too. Yeah, we got a lot of cool things coming on the horizon, yes, sir. too, don't we, man? No. Absolutely. That's for sure. All right, folks, thanks for joining us once again here on the Musicians Cafe. Remember, I'm going to be nice about it tonight. For all you folks that get your feelings hurt, make sure you don't get in the left lane unless you're passing somebody because that's a no-no. I won't get mad at you like I normally do, but don't get in the damn left lane. Anyway, all right, folks, thanks for joining us. Until we meet again, peace.